that's it's huge and i've watched it over the last year and i know how hard it's been for you and i think it's it's really interesting i think of it as like allowing other people to fully know you because I know what it means to like have a guard up and I don't think a a two usually thinks about your lack of detail sharing or specifics or boundaries as like part of knowing you fully. Part of that communication lesson for you this year has been really honestly a lot of it has been about boundaries. You're listening to Rebel Heart Radio, hosted by nutritional therapist Cassie Knavel and professional esthetician and makeup artist Genevieve Blair. A lifestyle podcast about clean living, making money, and badass people that inspire us endlessly. We created this podcast to walk through the tough moments of life with you, inspire you to live more intentionally, and frankly, because we like to talk. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure to catch our weekly episode and subscribe to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you have iTunes, we would be forever grateful for your review on our podcast. Let's get to our latest episode. The materials and content within this podcast are for general information and educational purposes only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Hello, we, hello. We're back. We're back. back. Oh my gosh. Four weeks of best of episodes and we brought you guys some of our absolute favorites. Yes. Um, end capping with healthy sleep because we all know that's something we all need to be working on in 2021. I don't know about you, Jen, but <laughs> when you ask hmm. me what my focus is for 2021, it's sleep. And guess what? It's been sleep last year too. <laughs> it's just... Now it's changed a little. <laughs> Sleep hard, man. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, anyways, but we are, we're really excited to be back and recording and kind of in a, a regular flow with you all. And I'm actually, I'm recording from Moab, Utah right now. So fun. Yeah, I know it is fun. It's, it's one of those reminders that I, my job truly is like not location dependent. And that so feels cool. so as an eight, like the most autonomous and freeing thing. I was talking to Josh earlier today and he was like, so like, how do you feel about like working while you're on vacation? I was like, oh, this is a, that's normal for me. And I, (laughs) I like it. I actually like it. Mm -hmm. I'm like kind of sad that I haven't gotten to work as much as I wanted to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, okay, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, but it's real. Um, But I, you know, it, I just, he was asking, he's like, how do you feel about having to work today? And I was just like, you know what? It feels good. Cause it, it just reminds Mm -hmm. me again that. Like I can work from anywhere, which is not, you know, I don't, I obviously don't have to be traveling or anything, but when we do, it just feels good to, to be able to still travel and not have to like, you know, I don't, I don't have to request time off from anybody. That's always my realization when we just, just up and leave when Josh has a lull from school, whether it's like during the summer or during Christmas break or Thanksgiving break or whenever, you know, in, or in March for spring break, it's, I can just up and leave and you know I have to make sure a few I's are dotted and T's are crossed before I go um and this is my first vacay since hiring like real since like, hiring an assistant oh that's that's a different different <laughs> thing altogether I things are happening still without me doing it which is so Yay. beautiful <laughs> Yay. so 
Uh, I'm happy for you. I'm watching things happen and I'm just like, that's got to just feel really amazing. Well, and Laura's the best. If you guys like, listen, if you're an entrepreneur and you've been thinking about hiring someone, just just do it. Do it before you're ready. Do it before you're ready and you will be so happy that you did. Oh my gosh. Anyways, I'm recording from Moab, which is really fun. We went and hit Arches um, National Park this morning and did like a little hike. And then we came back to our spot and had lunch. And then I sent the boys out to go go for another adventure this afternoon in Arches. So we're only oh, about so beautiful 20 there. minutes from the park here. Oh, gosh. It looks very sunny. It's so sunny and beautiful. It's a little overcast right now, but overcast is still <laughs> super, brighter super bright. <laughs> it so can be sunny, sunny in the Pacific Northwest. And then it is like still brighter when it's overcast in Utah and Colorado. So. Yeah. The clouds are so high. Yeah. And we just wrapped up a, a little bit of a vacation out in Ridgeway, Colorado, which is just outside of Telluride. Mm. And gosh, that was so unbelievably gorgeous there was snow everywhere we had a guaranteed white christmas there was four feet of snow before we got to the house we were staying at and it was such a it wasn't as restful it's never as restful as you think it's gonna be when you go with your kid like i never love my kid but yep mm-hmm. you got you still have to be a parent to do. you go to colorado you still have to be a parent uh-huh. <laughs> it turns I know. out when you go on vacation with kiddos it's like you just change your location of parenting that's it it totally <laughs> no one gets this more than you i really feel that because <laughs> we uh, do we do a lot well before this year we did a lot of travel and i've always been that way my kiddo my oldest he traveled in an airplane with me because my brother got married when he was six weeks old it was way, way early. Like, I was nervous. I was like, oh, okay. But I, I, I could not miss my, my brother's wedding. And and so we went, and I went by myself. <laughs> wow. And so it's kind of set a precedent. And I've also traveled by myself with a three-year-old and an eight-month-old on an airplane to visit my parents in, when they were near San Diego at the time. And that was intense because it was stroller and car seats and luggage and baggage and caravans of things pulling my stuff for me because I had a baby strapped to me and a toddler holding that like I mean it was it was <laughs> it was a lot but I figure if I could do that I can do anything <laughs> seriously <laughs> whenever I see like single parents traveling with kids or even parents traveling with like little ones and I'm not like I'm I'm on my own I am like, mm-hmm. how can I help this person right now? <laughs> for real. Can I push that cart for you? I know. Yeah. Do you, do you, can I carry a bag for you? Like, I swear I'm not going to steal it. I'll just carry it for you. <laughs> yes. Pre-COVID days, we totally like shared toddler oh toys. Oh my gosh. I don't even want to know just how much travel is going to change. Even when things kind of return to whatever the new normal mm-hmm. looks like. Um, mm-hmm. Man, so many changes. I, it's been a really interesting trip. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously... For us, we're choosing we're choosing not to fly. That does not feel comfortable for, for us. And every, I'm just going to remind everybody, no judgment. Every choice is your own. You know, we're just, nothing's prescriptive here, okay? We're just, this is how we live <laughs> our life. Um, and, you know, I think in an effort to be protective of my my mom over the last, dude, it's almost been a year. I know. Um, <laughs> I said that earlier and I was like, oh, jeez. It makes me want to dry heave a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little gag, little gag. You know, going going through that, it's been really telling too of you know how we want to be protecting like ourselves. And I think in the early days, it was really easy for us to use the excuse of my mom and and like our lack of of freedom 
or that we're kind of allowing ourselves in terms of, you know, like in-person gatherings, relationships, connections, that kind of thing. And in the beginning, she was our reason. But now we're our reason because we're almost a year into this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And we really do see some really nasty long-term possible long-term effects here. Mm-hmm. And by no means am I a, an expert in, you know, viruses or anything in that capacity. But just from an anecdotal perspective, watching some of our friends and family have this happen to them and, you know, getting coronavirus and then dealing with the the aftermath, it's pretty concerning to me. This it's is a lot of unknown. Too. This is not a drill, part. people. This is not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so all of that to say, it's been very eye-opening as to how the country is dealing with it in different areas as we have traveled further and further toward the center of the country. I know. For people that don't know, she's like, you're like almost four states away. Well, you were in Colorado. You were kind of like three and a half states yeah, away. Like, yeah. Yeah. Really so, far away. <laughs> and... It's, I mean, just flat out people are not taking it seriously. They either are and they're traveling here from somewhere else or they're not. And it seems to be that the local folks in a lot of areas, and again, generalizing here, it's not true for every single person in every small, you know, rural Colorado and Utah community or Idaho for that matter. But it's it's really clear where the lean happens and just how on top of things we have been in Oregon and Washington. Like, it doesn't seem like it overall, but when you compare it to other places in this country, it's pretty asinine the more central you get. So it's been a really, there's been some really stressful moments and being like way too close to someone who is not wearing a mask, <laughs> who you know is not, you know, it's not like it's someone you know and you can trust that situation. It was like, oh, I have no idea where you've been. Um, and it's really anxiety ridden, like just, yeah, I bet. Wow. So we've had a few moments where we're like, oh, get out of this store, get out of this gas station, get out of like, I would like run in and be like, nope, and like run out. <laughs> There's been a lot of peeing on the, the side of the road. <laughs> oh, man, we've we got we've become experts at that with children well, and man, I wish tents. I had external parts. It would make things a lot easier. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I, I hate popping a squat so, so much. Like I, I <laughs> Skyler, it's become a funny joke between us because he's like, I just don't understand. I'm like, yeah, you don't, you don't understand. <laughs> it's a different experience, okay? You literally like, are go. peeing the exact same way you normally do at home. Like it's the same. Oh yes. my gosh. Anyways, all of that experience. to say, total, total sideline there. <laughs> but yeah, it's been. I mean, I even feel, you know, we're taking all the precautions in the world that we can given the circumstances, but we still have to like get groceries and you know, all the kind of stuff while we're out and about, we're not going out to eat. Mm-hmm, We've done mm-hmm. take out a couple of times in places where we felt safe to do the pickup and everything. But even when you're being super careful, like there's still exposure to be had. It, it really, I mean, there have been people that so, have been uber, uber, uber careful and they still get it. So it's just I one know. of those, like you just do the best you can and that's what you do. You do the best you can. Yeah. So, Hopefully. and that's what that's we've done. What we're we're doing, doing, we're doing the best we can. There's <laughs> been some serious moments of discomfort and, uh, just of, of feeling, feeling the risk and feeling the weight of the risk, you know, at hand. So, but mm-hmm. the trip itself has been beautiful. I mean, the weather has been just amazing. It's sunshine and snow and sunshine and snow. That's pretty much it. And it's been exactly what my like spirit 
needed. Yeah, I'm very much mm-hmm. so like a be in the mountains in a cabin, watch it snow, you know, watch a watch a have some cheesy Christmas movie, bright. Mm-hmm. go for a walk all that kind of stuff so and i've been averaging somewhere between like 20 and thirty thousand steps a day while we've been here which is feels Amazing. so good that that yeah. has to feel good because it's like you don't have much opportunity to get that many steps in where you live like not easily no no, no. <laughs> i'm like <laughs> i'm trying to and i'm in a place where i'm figuring out how to create that for myself i think mm-hmm. i mean this is like so today on the podcast everyone we're going to be doing a little bit of 2020 reflection and genevieve and i came up with a list of questions that we kind of were both inspired from other spaces or other people um that we follow and wanting to just like walk through a reflection between the two of us and, and we're pretty sure this is going to be a two-parter so like bear with us we'll do half of it this week and we'll do half of it next week um we'll keep each half pretty short for everybody but this is one of those things like for me reflecting back on 2020 is is just like simply asking myself like what's not working and not from a place of like judgment but just like what's not working and for me my lack of physical activity is literally not working it's just not you know Mm -hmm. I was realizing how much of my physical activity was tied to either a going to the gym which I'm not doing anymore um, and this is not new information. You know, I've, we've talked about this on the podcast before where I just thrive on accountability and having a personal trainer and that kind of stuff. And that's just not necessarily available to me at this moment safely anyway. And so it's just one of those things that I have to reflect back on and be like, okay, I, you, I can either sit in this longer and just let it be a problem or I can fix it and move on. And so mm-hmm. I ordered a treadmill, treadmill desk situation. <laughs> stop it you didn't tell me that yeah it's not so it's not that I didn't order the desk part it's just the treadmill that will go underneath a surface and I'm just gonna put Mm. it I mean you guys again if you're new to the podcast hi this is probably a really interesting episode for you to just like jump into we're in the thick of it already (laughs) that's why I was like wait Um, where are you putting this (laughs) (laughs) right so we we live in 700 square feet we're gonna be there probably for the rest of this next year and uh and it was just I was trying to figure out like how can I get some sort of like treadmill desk situation and make it work well they make these treadmills that are made for treadmill desks you just don't have the desk and so you just slide Mm. it under whatever surface you're using and so I can turn like our dining room table into a stand-up desk which I do anyway or Mm. I can do it at like the kitchen island like where I record the podcast and everything so So everything everything in our house has to be multifunctional currently yeah yeah that's so So. cool you know I've been on the kind of the a similar end of that except for I have been trying and trying and trying and trying I I can't guys I can't even like I'm like tried out in some ways and (laughs) having the like grit to like keep trying new things I had a wall I had a wall in November where I was like I don't want to like I I full on like hit obliger rebellion so hard and like well it's like yeah November I just I I didn't want to try one more new thing I don't want any new things in my life I just want things to go easily and I was having my adult temper tantrum like <laughs> that time because I was just nude out you know like because I I have been trying so many different things and having it not work so many times I mean I can I can count at least five different ways that I have tried to get physical movement in that replaces my gym that I'd been going to 
and each one just doesn't quite work out. And I'm like, I really needed a kind of that rest time in like November and December of like not trying anything new with movement and um, kind of, I guess you could say like resetting my attitude around it because um, I was just tired. <laughs> I was just real tired around it. And we'll see what 2021 brings. I'm feeling like I'm feeling like it's 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 I'm going to try something new. We'll see what happens. I haven't quite landed on exactly what I'm going to try yet, but we did walks for a long time and then I did dance. Um see dance it's a dance game from Nintendo. I did that for a little while and then I did um online bar classes with my friend Danny that I adore and I do enjoy them, but the times didn't stay super consistent and that was really really hard for me to be able to do that. <laughs> and then um and then we went to um my friend was like casting her personal zoom practice it wasn't even like a class she was just casting her personal practice like to family and invited me and said if you want to come I'd we'd love to have you and I couldn't hear the music and I can't dance unless I can hear the music you know so you know I mean who can half half of it's about the music I know. And I was like, how are people doing this? But I think they're looking at it just of like, I'm just going to follow Melissa. And I'm like, the reason why I like doing this is the music. Anyway, so there may be some Zumba in my future and I may just be doing it myself and getting an instructor certificate just so I can have it for myself. <laughs> Which is really like, fun. I'm at that point. Yeah. Like I'm at that point where I'm like, I'll pay the money. I'll get access to the curriculum. And, you know, maybe when COVID's over or when things lighten a little bit or it's summertime and people can come to my driveway <laughs> maybe we can do it together oh my gosh <laughs> driveway workouts that's gonna be a thing in 2021 who else it is, is fed and up? i have a long Let's flat do driveway. A driveway workout yeah i like have a long dri- flat driveway i even got huge easy ups that i could put up so i'm like who, who knows what the future brings and i think that's been the overarching theme for me is that i am a creature of habit i enjoy routine I enjoy the expected with a sprinkle of serendipity. That's who I am. That's what I enjoy. And I've had to just be okay with not knowing what each day is going to be like and evaluating every single day differently and leaning into my menstrual cycle and talking about my energy flow that way and um, just the constant pivot and it kind of started with movement because I held that boundary really firm for about two months in 2021 or in 2020 when COVID hit pretty hard Um, but my husband lost his job so he was home and my kids were kind of doing school but not really because nobody knew what was going on (laughs) like just everything's very different now in remote schooling and they're looking at going back to school in a few weeks and I thought I would be over the moon excited and instead I'm a little full of trepidation like I'm still kind of like deciding well it feels like they're just it feels like they're just gonna give it to you and then take it away that (laughs) and I don't quite know there's no conversation around procedure right now what if somebody in the class gets it what are they gonna do what like they have to have all that there's no way you can have that kind of stuff not in place well and I don't I mean and they they will it's just I don't know it yet and that makes me nervous (laughs) right and COVID as far as like updates go in Oregon with school the governor just said like school districts are free to decide for themselves at this point for 2021 
which means we've been that way Josh Long. Well, it's not been that way in Oregon. It's been absolutely no, mm. um, yeah, based Washington, on numbers. And mm-hmm. now, I mean, we just, I don't even know what to expect with that. Like we're, we might go from, you know, Josh working in a protected environment in his classroom by himself to having to wear like full PPE at school and change mm-hmm. my childcare situation and all the things. So I'm yeah. like, it's like massive pivots all over the place. And I don't kind of <sighs> know, I don't know how to proceed with this, um, with my parents living with me. Right. Like we're all looking at this like, Okay well <laughs> what does this mean <laughs> uh-huh. i think that's just been the overarching theme is there's just there's been a lot of good there's been a lot of unsure and i think we all feel that okay it's pretty easy for this conversation to keep staying on the heavy like i think we're both <laughs> feeling the heavy from this year but ultimately the the bulk of this episode we wanted to like reflect on everything about this year like i would love to hear the all the good all the things the good the bad the like like what do, what do we got what do we got well so we have a bunch of these as men- i mentioned prior we've got a bunch of kind of 2020 reflection questions and we'll get through it you know our our intro chunk was pretty good today so we'll we'll get through a, a portion of them and then next week you'll hear the rest of them but you know i think this is for me i am learning and so much of what we talk about on the podcast here is us learning and being in process with all of you like we have not arrived. We are. We don't have this figured <laughs> <Never>. out. <laughs> okay. Never. We're doing life with you. Literally just recording it. <laughs> so I just wanted to say that. Self-reflection is such a necessary part of living life intentionally. And I think for many of us, it's really easy to focus on what's next and, you know, get into setting those New Year's resolutions or intentions and kind of just moving on, you know, being like, ah, 2020 sucked and we're just going to move on rather than reflecting on True. what we're what we're proud of and what worked and what didn't work. And so today on the podcast and, and next week's episode as well, we're going to be taking a moment to like review the year and reflect on it. And my hope here, I think our hope here collectively, I'll speak for both of us, is that it inspires you guys to do the same and not just like jump straight into, okay, what's 2021 going to look like? And what are our goals? And like, let's rapid fire, go fast and hard and, what's you know, next? figure what's the next, next thing <laughs> out. Um, and Go back and think about like, how has this year been? Like what's serving you? What's not serving you? And how can you um, facilitate change within that and, and support others to do so as well? So um, we're just going to get into our first question. Jen, Ooh, are okay. you ready? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> So our first question, and we're just (laughs) both going to answer these, everybody, um, is what's one of the biggest pleasant surprises you experienced this year? Pleasant surprises. Um, I didn't expect that there would be so much intentional connection in a good way for, you know, because... I feel like for those of us that are spread out, like we can meet on Zoom or talk on the phone, but I had probably more meaningful conversations this year and connections with people that I do connect with. There was very little fluff this year, like, you know, like everything was real. Everything was heavy and intentional. And um, in some ways, I think that was a pleasant surprise because I've deepened relationships with people that I've always wanted to deepen with because we intentionally made sure that we... um, we're connecting in whatever way made sense 
And I feel like that was a really pleasant surprise. I think the other like very close second pleasant surprise was acting like an outdoor tourist in my own town. I found so many cool things within just a very close period of the time. Like I loved summer. Summer was, I loved summer so much this year because we spent so much time outside and we had adventure Sundays, <laughs> we called them, and we would get in the car and we made it a point not to drive longer than like 40 minutes to get to some outdoor adventure. And so we explored a lot of really cool things that we didn't know were here. <laughs> so between those two, I don't know if I could pick between the two, but both of those were very pleasant experiences for this year. I want to know really about yours. Fun. like. I feel like you and I have similar ones, but I'm not sure. So I'm going to, I'm going to hear what's your pleasant surprise that you experienced from this year. I think, honestly, I think it's the, the fact that my, my fam my, my family unit. So I'm talking about just like me, my husband and my kid, like we can, we can hang, we can do this thing, you know? And it's been yeah a pleasant surprise at how strong those relationships are and can be. And I, I'm with you on everything being you know feeling more like a tourist in your own city or state um mm -hmm. you know for us we we ventured out to other states a few times we did a lot more road trips this year than we otherwise would have but I think yeah. the biggest I would say the biggest pleasant surprise was I mean seeing business growth in a year that mm. you never would expect anything like that <laughs> Um, mm -hmm. and specifically, you know, looking at, at beauty counter and then growing the Northwest kitchen, both of those things grew immensely without a whole lot of push or effort this year. I felt, felt a lot more flow. ease around my work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that felt really good. And again, such a pleasant surprise because I just expected, you know, everything's hard in 2020. This obviously is going to be hard too, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't necessarily yeah yeah what a what a crazy ride <laughs> I felt that with my business yeah. too that was that was a pleasant surprise as well well what okay. what did you want to ask this next one proud of? yeah what achievements are you most proud of because I feel like that's a, a similar question but I think achievement is different than a like pleasant surprise but yeah I would say the cookbook is the achievement I'm the most proud of I mean I like hitting Good. managing I'm glad director you said with, that <laughs> yes hitting managing director with beauty counter like this year gets a very close second to that but mm -hmm. number one was was pumping out that cookbook and you know it's it's the northwest kitchen holiday you guys can still grab it i'll put it in the show notes for everybody but it's um the word it's only going to be available through like mid-january i'll give you guys the official date here soon but um it's something that or is going to get reworked into a few different places. Some of the recipes will find themselves on the website and some of them will find themselves mm -hmm. um, in next year's cookbook. Just saying. Doing that process but was also, that was like a really big pleasant surprise in the reception that I got from it. And then seeing people cook from it was one of the most like joyous things and giving away a milk frother. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it was really fun. So that's, for me, that's my, oh, that's the so thing cool. I'm most proud of. And I will say, you know, on the podcast here, I didn't really feel the weight of what I had accomplished there until you and Lauren and Julie and Erica had it printed for me and bound. <laughs> you guys, I Yay, bawled. That was the point. Okay, good. <laughs> there were some, there were some ugly tears. 
And uh, that was just honestly, it's one of the most thoughtful gifts I've ever received. And it made it feel more real. There's something about doing digital work that just feels less weighty than doing work that gets printed. And I think that just goes Mm -hmm. to show like how we need those tangible signs of those accomplishments. So that felt so true. That felt really good. A commemoration. What about you? That makes me so happy. That, well, first I got to say, like, that was the point was this was like, okay, like this was... (laughs) You know, got to acknowledge like the the amazingness that this was, and you know, you'll be able to tell, you'll be able to tell people, look, this was my first little, this is the beginning. That's how we mm-hmm. how it felt. Like here's the beginning, and and you don't get that very often. Like it's such an unusual place to be. Like here marks the beginning, and it it felt like we need to dog ear this page this needs to happen so i'm so glad that that was <laughs> well and i, I needed it came help across as that. it was supposed to be intended that way but as far as my achievement like what achievement am i most proud of honestly this one was such a um like a personal achievement than anything else um I knew coming into this pandemic and people coming home and quarantine and all this was kind of like my Enneagram 2 nightmare. <laughs> like I was just, uh, I, I, I knew that this was, I don't think the circumstances could have been any harder for me personally um, because oh. I want everyone to be happy and I want everyone to be healthy. And I don't realize that I'm knee jerk reacting. Like I'm, I am, I'm, speaking to everybody else's needs without even realizing I'm doing it sometimes and um and so it is a very concerned effort for me to do anything for myself like ever like as simple as taking a shower sometimes like it's just um and I and I'm still struggling with it because everyone's still home and um but I think the thing that I'm most proud of is that I am communicating better than I think I ever have and I'm communicating more fully like I'm communicating more completely around my feelings around things and um I think my husband's getting to know me better because I'm like forcing them to hear me (laughs) but they want to hear me like they want to hear how I'm doing and what I think and how I'm feeling about things and um instead of it could have easily, the conversation could have easily turned to like, hey, I want you to know that this is how this makes me feel, um, could easily turn into a pointing finger situation. And that's, again, my worst nightmare. I don't want people that I love to feel badly about something if it's, if it can be helped. And I tend to be overly diplomatic in a way that's not really like helping people in the long run because then they don't really know my inner workings very well. And so this year I've just been communicating in a more broad spectrum way like I'm I'm telling the good I'm telling the bad I'm telling the like I don't like that and like (laughs) like I'm just communicating so much more fully and it has been like the hardest thing I've ever done like it's because it's this constant thing and then you know each each day each week brings something new each season of the year brings something new and it's like as soon as I started to kind of figure out summer summer left and then as soon as I've started to kind of figure out like fall and the holidays, well, the holidays are gone now. And now we're kind of going into like deep winter. And now I got to figure out how to be in like close proximity to everyone, <laughs> have nowhere to go, like literally like nowhere to go. It's so dark and dreary. It's like the sun comes up at 7 a.m. and it leaves at like 4 p.m. And there's just not a lot of time. And 
I'm I'm going into this season feeling a little more calm than I did going into each season throughout 2020 because I'm feeling more confident in my ability to communicate my needs and be more um, uh, truthful is not the right word just more open like I feel like I've always been truthful but you know I'm just more open I mean I feel like that's the most achievement I'm proud of that's it's huge and I've watched it as your friend and your colleague over the last (gasps) year and I know how hard it's been for you and I think it's it's really interesting I think of it as like allowing other people to fully know you because I know what it means to like have a guard up and I don't think a a two Mm -hmm. usually thinks about your lack of detail sharing or specifics or boundaries as like part of knowing you fully and I think part of that Mm -hmm. communication lesson for you this year has been really honestly a lot of it has been about boundaries so I let's I want to jump into one of these a little bit deeper (laughs) questions also we are like we have this like magical ability to make non-deep questions deep (laughs) so there's that (laughs) It's like what was really Absolutely. fun and you're like communicating better uh, <laughs> but I I want to know what did you learn about your boundaries this year mm, what did I learn about my boundaries um I learned that my my lack of boundaries <laughs> was a bigger problem than I realized because people that I thought knew me best didn't know me the way they thought they did. Like when I started communicating, like, and I leaned into that communication and really being like, you know, it really bothers me when you, when you'd say this about something I did around the house, like when normally I would just be like, whatever, it really doesn't matter. And, um, and I communicate more. It also makes boundaries more clear to me. And so I think that I, cause my biggest problem was, is that I didn't know what boundaries to set. I didn't really know where these boundaries were, you know, to protect my energy and protect my time so I can be a better mom, be a better wife, like, you know, be, um, live in flow better for myself. And like, and so I think the, the biggest lesson was because I could sit down and think about boundaries all day long, but until I'm putting the communication into action, the boundaries don't become apparent to me. Like, I don't really know where my boundaries lie until I start communicating and like <laughs> working through it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I could keep going. Well, that's, I, that's what, I, what I learned. <laughs> well, and I, I, I will say, I think it's really hard to see for almost anyone. I would say it's really hard to see where you need boundaries because... Mm-hmm. It, sometimes it takes the external viewpoint of a really good friend or someone who doesn't walk through life the same way that you do mm-hmm. to help with setting boundaries. I mean, you and I just had a conversation relatively recently about mm-hmm. me figuring out a boundary that I didn't even know really how to set it. And you're like, okay, you need to do this, this, and like, you're great at advising other people on their boundaries. Of course I am. Of course and I, I am. think I'm, we, I'm great with everybody else's <laughs> stuff, not mine. well and I think we I think we all are um so I think I mean it's so much more clear when it's not your own emotions yes yes and I, I think for me one of the things I learned so much about boundaries this year is that I don't have to explain my boundaries to anyone 
or the mm-hmm. reasons why I have a boundary. They are my flipping boundaries. All I need to do is set them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're not going to respect them, that's actually not my problem. <laughs> like, And there's this True. quote from True. Nedra Tawab, who I absolutely adore. Love She's an incredible incredible human and it's it's uh it says repeat after me i am not responsible for how people respond to my boundaries i am responsible for setting and honoring my boundaries if my relationships end because i set boundaries it's a sign that the foundation was cracked in a healthy relationship i can set boundaries without fear of retaliation cutoffs or manipulation Mm. let's marinate on that for a minute (laughs) so mm-hmm. good that was part of the reason why i started to set boundaries was like i need to know if this is like do we need to repair something that i didn't know was there like <laughs> like mm-hmm. i don't know it's a bigger it was a bigger question for me that i didn't know go walking into well and there's i think so many of our relationships and i i hope that all of us are learning this this year and being kind of you know, out of a lot of social situations and then having to re-enter them in the future, we may want to re-enter them differently, uh, whether that be with friends or family Mm -hmm. or what have you. And I know, you know, we've had this conversation, you know, as far as navigating the holidays with family and everything, there's a lot of boundary setting that has to happen there and clear communication of, of where you stand and, and what matters to you. And if people respect that or don't, like, that's not your problem. It's really not. Because you're saying, hey, these are the rules of engagement for you to engage with me. And if you're autonomous and you believe in your ability to set those boundaries yourself, like you don't, there's, you know, other folks don't need to be, you know, retaliating or threatening a cutoff or trying to manipulate you. And Mm -hmm. there's been a lot, I mean, throughout this whole pandemic, we've, we've set some serious boundaries as a family and there's been a lot of attempted manipulation. (laughs) And I'm the one, you know, between my husband and I. And, uh, you know, same with some family members that we love have felt them feeling like manipulated by other people in their life and mm-hmm. pressured to do things that they're not willing to do and, and go past boundaries that they had already set for themselves because they felt bad about how the other person felt. And, you know, it mm-hmm. takes so much, it's tough conversations, like really clear, clear communication for sure. So, okay. Real. I think, I think we have to cut it off at those questions right now for this week. And then... <laughs> We'll have to pick up next week with our uh, with the rest of our questions. So I know that was lots of intro and catching up and chatter, but you know what? We don't apologize for that. That's what we do on this podcast. Come to part two. It's part life, part, part, (laughs) part life and uh, part, you know, introspection and questions and topics and all those things. So (laughs) we love you guys. And uh, thanks for being with us here on the podcast in 2020. We're very grateful for all of you. And uh, we'll pick up next week with our, with our 2020 reflections. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Rebel Heart Radio. You can visit our website to submit a question at www.rebelheartradio.com. Or you can hop on our Instagram. You can ask us anything. We love to get to know you guys. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a review on iTunes. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode.